Rusty Quill presents. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Beehive Extractor Suit Solution. Wow, are these boys angry? Love some honey? Apparently so do bees. They really don't cotton when you swipe it. Minerva's Beehive Extractor Suit Solution allows you to get that sweet treat while avoiding the angry sting of retaliation. Just don Minerva's Beehive Extractor Suit, wiggle your antenna, waggle that little stinger, and the bright fuzzy bee costume will make that hostile hive think you have one of their own. Also, fun at parties. Why would nature create such a sweet golden goodness if it didn't want you to pill for it? Minerva's Beehive Extractor Suit Solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. Have your evenings slowly been getting cooler? The nights a little longer and darker. The leaves, have they turned? Fallen from the trees. Smells of autumn tossed by the wind. Smoke from hearth fires on those brisk evening walks. The season when the veil is lifted. The dark shroud across the city descends. And it's time to revel in the night. Rat, you will be expected to exert yourself utmost to promote ghostly interest. Fear not. You are not without a guidance. As every year, we have a bogey to step us through our efforts. Those small recipes for merriments filled with suggestions on how to throw the spookiest of parties. All the costumes, games, treats, and decorations to fit the fancy of your familiar. As you may have guessed, Felicity Founders, the lifelong hostess and perpetual debutante, embraced the bogey books with glee. But of course, it was always her way. She had to outdo everyone else. Felicity always had a one-up the year before. And for her yearly bogey party, no one could have guessed just how far she would go. An invitation to one of her parties was sacred, rare, hand-delivered, just like the ones that arrived on Park Row not long ago. And it was in her downtown penthouse flat that her dark party commenced, with a lobby filled with the famous faces of Celine, not unlike the ones that had attended the Wormwood revelry earlier in the year. But there were some fresh faces in this crowd, speckled about, looking a bit overwhelmed and out of place. The sweet older doorman, Jacques, helped everyone bunch up on the narrow elevator that led to Felicity's place. A handful of hand-cut masks of cats and owls and devious eyes for those that had come without. The fountain in the lobby filled with dry ice spilling smoke out onto everyone's feet. There was a vintage quality to this year's party. Felicity's flair always curved towards the dark and bizarre. The flash and panache was dialed back this year to something that felt quite old, almost rustic. The decorations were drawn and cut from paper and bundles of straw, caramel popcorn strings, pumpkins carved and filled with fat candles. Scarecrows and black cats and laughing skulls and witches' hats. Some antsy spirits braved the stairs, dashing up with heels with flapper skirts, laughing as their drinks sloshed over the rims. 
As the doors of the elevator opened into the grand entrance of the penthouse, guests were greeted by trays of pumpkin fizz, champagne drinks, and cupcakes frosted in thick orange with dark chocolate sprinkles. A twisting path of little paper bags with tea candles inside led to a floor of gathered paper leaves that dwindled to the black and white checkerboard where frolicking and dancing was well underway to a lively blindfold quartet. The large staircase piled high with revelers, tooting uncurled blowers and guzzling bottles as soon as the corks had been flung aside. The bogey king and his scarecrow gang hoisted the unlucky and carried them aloft to have their hands tied behind their backs as they bought for apples. Or pears were blindfolded and their hands tied around each other as they were thrown into the coat closet to work themselves out. And if they were prude, off to the stocks, where they would be locked in the wooden restraints to be spanked and scolded before they made their amends to the bogey king. A giant cauldron of bubbling dark emerald spirits was rationed out into wanting mouths, a long table spread of dark and spooky treats. A wild beast turned on a spit with an apple in its mouth, now rended with long forks. Apples dipped in caramel or candied or chocolate, eclairs and ginger snaps. Small charcoal pot fire with skewers to roast plump marshmallows until they screamed. Hot pepper dusted popcorn balls and jars of penny candy sticks in every color. Giant glass bowls with orange and black jelly beans, orange buttercups and licorice gumdrops, buttercream pumpkins. Felicity held off on her usual ice sculptures but had bars at every corner shaking up spooky cocktails next to a group of fortune tellers and palm readers that spelled out futures in hushed tones at small corner tables. In the invitations for each member on one side were date, time, and location for the bogey party, of course, but on the other was something different this year and something that everyone was looking forward to. The back of the invitations had a list. Revelers were to fatten of the food and get sloshed off the drink. And then go charging off into the city to satisfy a creative list of scavenger hunt items. The first group to return with a completed list of scavenged activities and items would be the winner and awarded the title of Bogey King at next year's celebration. A very high honor. She also promised a stash of Lenny pennies to sweeten the pot. Those that were coherent enough checked their watches, waited with bated breath. The quartet played, the drinks flowed, and then... The great-grandfather clock chimed. The rush of people out the door. Hand-stuffed pockets with food and guzzled fresh drinks and glasses. They ran out the door, grabbed cloth sacks and looked at the scavenger hunt list. The guests streamed out the door into the elevator or down the stairs to the lobby in a race out into the city. Even the bogey king, the fortune tellers, and even the help had been invited to participate. Out they went to the chill of the night air, an inebriated army of dark celebrants ready to kidnap a black cat or snatch a scary jack-o'-lantern or to create a chalk rubbing of a weeping statue's graveyard soliloquy. And so the party flowed out like a tide of revelry, and it left only a handful of select guests standing on the paper leaves, streamers, and cups on the black and white checkerboard floor. These guests, they'd received a very different invitation, one that didn't have any instructions of a scavenger hunt at all. These were the guests of honor. These few, these special few, were given alternate instructions. As the room fell quiet and the clock chimed again, 
The doors at the top of the stairs opened with a slight creak, and out walked a short, older, frumpy fellow in a nice black and white suit with a cane and a hat. Good evening. Felicity Founders invites you to her bogey party. You are the select few who have been invited to the real party. My name is Cecil. Some of you may know me as the resident psychic of the Duchess Hotel. But tonight, I am her proxy. Our lovely hostess has asked me to help convey a message to you. While the others are off gallivanting around the city, you, special few, have a particular challenge to address this dark evening. Cecil walked down the stairs. You've all been selected especially by Felicity, your proximity to her in society. You've all brushed up against her in one way or another, and in that way, she has come to possess a selection of your dark secrets, your mutual connections with the secrets of Parvon Pond, your scandals at the Wormwood Revelry and my beloved Duchess, the hasty performance of the murder follies, that Felicity attended. Cooper and Cornelia Walker, attending daughters of Viola. Textile maven Edmund Green and his companion Fanny Fulcrum. Fred, the card player. And Zuka, the once great ballerina. Buddy and Mabel, performers from the burlesque theater Madame Mustaches. And finally... <clears throat> A Miss Charity suitor? You can come out from behind the large ficus. Darling, please come this way. Charity suitor was there, wearing a cat mask, peeking out from behind a large ficus. You couldn't recognize her. Edmund was surprised. Charity? And Fanny immediately put off. I'm not here as a guest. Uh, I'm here in a professional capacity. I don't think this... Hmm. Cecil cut her off. Whatever that means. Grab a drink, darling. You're along for the ride now. He ushered the group away from the main entry to the doors of the library. Kitty, would you do the honors? A young woman in a maid uniform with stitched on bat wings and a bat brocade stopped sweeping paper leaves put down her broom and shuffled her way through the group, grumbling to herself and avoiding eye contact. She pulled a key on a chain from around her neck, slipped it into the double door lock of the penthouse library, and gave it two full cranks, unlocking it. The clock chimed again, and Cecil pushed the library doors open, and there, was the body of Felicity Founders. Lying still, face down in the rug, limbs sprawled out limp, her ball gown ruffled in the middle of the library floor, fire crackling in the fireplace, and no clear signs of how she might have perished. That's right. Felicity Founders is dead, and the murderer is among us here tonight. Please... Come into the library and we'll begin our mystery. It's up to you to find and catch the murderer before the clock chimes before dawn. All the doors and windows are locked, and Kitty has the only key. 
The telephone line is cut. There is no way to contact the outside world. If you want to escape, you must find Felicity's killer. But you must hurry before they kill again. Felicity Founders is dead, and a murderer on the loose inside her penthouse apartment. Who among this group was the killer, and what kind of twisted game are they playing at this season's bogey party? Did you see the bogey king wandering the streets in the dark, looking for lushes to abduct? What dark secrets are held between these pairs? Freshen your drink and sleuth for clues. Who killed Felicity Founders on this season? of Celine. Trapped in the attic? Ingested a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleveland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again. And again.